Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming. Hey! He sure showed that person who told him the world was going to roll him. <laughs> it's spooky season here at Ghoulie Mags. Ooh. Your favorite podcast where we revisit the true horror that was teen life in the 90s and 2000s. Let's look into the crystal ball at your scarily embarrassing music choices and high school horror stories. Today, we are covering the October 1999 issue of YM Magazine. We have a spine-chilling special guest who you will meet in a moment. We're going to talk love sins, witchy shit, and all things Halloweener. My name's Andrea Johns, and to my left... Oh, is Caitlin Langelier. Uh, That's who I am. (laughs) Hi, Kate! (laughs) Hello. Did you ever see the movie Langoliers? No, but I've been asked that question a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that it was a really bad movie. It was great. It had (laughs) Cousin Balky as the villain, Uh, and it got terrible at the end. Okay. Okay. Like everything Stephen King does. Yeah, well, every Stephen King adaptation up until like the past two years has been... Terrible. It's so good. No, even his books, they're so good. And then the end's like, and then it's a giant spider monster. I don't it's know. Like, I liked Pet Cemetery. I, I did too. The new good. one or the, the old one? No, not one. the new one. The old one was pretty one. good. The old one was really good. Okay, yeah. the old Pet Cemetery was good, and everyone likes The Shining except for Stephen King. But like, <laughs> the majority of his adaptations have been a mess. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Green Mile was pretty good. Wasn't yeah. very spooky it's though. Very long, right? Yeah. That's a little bit outside of the news. For well, and then Stephen, always though. Shawshank, which was everyone loves. True. Yeah. yeah. That's Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what else? Is Based Stephen off King? a short story. Uh, um, the the Stand by Me. Yeah. Okay, stand by that. me. I knew that. Okay. I've been really unfair Wait, to Stephen is King. Is it Stand okay. by Me? Yes. Yeah. What's the one that sounds exactly like Stand by Me, but it's about like a a, a school, an inner city school? It's oh, another God. '60s like. It's another 60s, like, soul song. Yeah. Um, to Sir With Love. Yes. No, <laughs> I think no it's not. It's no, it's very much though. not like Stand By Me. Cruel Intentions. Stand I don't know. That's not. And then, and You're then right, though. There is a song. Lean On Me. Lean On Me. Uh, yes. lean, oh. I always get those two songs. Lean On Me, Stand By Me. Yes, that is very good. <laughs> Welcome to me. the Stephen King podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 60s soul podcast. Was that a problem, that voice? I was trying to do like late night. I think it was fine. Wolfman Jack voice, but it might have gone a little in the wrong Creepy? direction. Yeah. No, no, I liked it. My name is Dee Mortimer, and I just had a first date. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh. Tell us more. It did not go well. Oh, <laughs> tell us more. Survey says closet conservative. So. In the closet, I feel like you need to be pretty upfront about yeah. that stuff. What do well, you... I'm up. I was up front in my in my like uh, in my like online profile because uh-huh. I went through OKCupid. And I'm like, it's I'm pretty obvious about like where I am on that. Like, you know, I'm a big old lefty. Yeah, it's just your face. <laughs> yeah, I think I can just look at your face and be like, that girl probably doesn't isn't an Andrew Shear supporter. <laughs> but that's the or thing for that, our Americans, uh, Ted tr- Cruz. But the thing is, is that like that's what happened on the date is that they started going like a huge like we got into talking about the elections for people that don't live in Canada. We're in the middle of an election season, mm-hmm. um, and. 
we were talking about because we have to vote on Monday and we were talking about voting and like you know whether or not we're going to and who we're going to vote for and then he like he just started going into this long list of like Andrew Shear pros oh god with no cons and I'm like oh I thought he was going into Andrew Shear pros like he was like oh. reading <laughs> the Andrew Shear book being like allow me to read no no like like only the pros of a pros and cons list. Like, I feel like so, pro. I feel like prose by Andrew Shear would be like just like a war novel or something yeah. like that. Like, have you ever read Ben Shapiro's book about like a soldier who is like you know, founding didn't have the time, whatever? Didn't. No, like I didn't either. But I've watched several scathing reviews of it, which is pretty sad. It's really annoying when people say like, "How could you criticize it if you didn't read it?" So I have to read every piece of shit evil thing in the world no, not don't. to like it. No, like, you don't. I don't. So, I have to read Mein Kampf to be like Hitler was bad. <laughs> So were you, did you go in the bathroom and immediately text everyone being like, help no, me? I was, no, I was nice about it. I was like, I'm like, this isn't going to work out. Like, cause it's, I, I don't know. Like vote for who you want to vote for. I could give a fuck, but like. No, you do give a fuck. <laughs> no, I, you know what? If you're, if you're going to vote, I don't care who you vote for. Like if you're voting, vote wherever mm-hmm. you want to go. I, I have my opinions about who you should be voting for, but like if you're voting, whatever, but fu- we have a fundamental difference of worldview that we, I just can't say to disagree if there's ever a white guy with a suit and like slicked back hair and cold dead eyes and you're like i'm gonna vote for that guy he seems to have my best interest in heart (laughs) i'm just not interested in like kind of arguing about it like we're so close i just want to get over with i don't want to talk to anybody about their like who they're voting for you're not going to convert someone who's that far if you're voting for like you know them you're not going to be able like well you know jagmeet singh he seems pretty great not Muslim, by the way. He's Sikh. <laughs> yeah. Not that there is a there's a problem with that, but I'm just saying a lot of people misconstrue be like because they. Oh have, yeah, no, for sure. To My them, do it all weird the hats. Yeah, but it was like I'm like Andrew Shear looks like the human embodiment of a menstrual cramp. Like I'm not <laughs> voting for that. I will say one thing on the election. Uh, Andrew Shear applied for his insurance broker license. It's not clear whether he was actually got it and just like graduated from like Ottawa University and that's all he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Trudeau, son of Pierre Trudeau, was a substitute teacher, uh, and you know, rich that's white kid. Basically, all he did. Yagmeet <laughs> Singh got his master's of science in yep. biology, pivoted, yep. then went to law school. Yeah, who sounds like they're qualified just from like I an know. intellectual mm-hmm. standpoint? On being like the leader of a country. I know. I yeah. love Jagmeet Singh. Oh, he's good looking too. Yeah. I have such a crush on him and I'm not even into guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to the Canadian election podcast. Yeah. Well, our one American listener left. How's it going? <laughs> anyway, that was what I did this week. Awesome. Here's what I did this week. More hard hitting political content. My uh, parents, the were uh, not my parents. Uh, we're finally renovating the house I grew up in, which is turned into a dilapidated shack. <laughs> and uh, they had us all come over and like throw out our shit that we left there twenty years ago. And uh, I was like, if I'd left anything there, it's probably garbage. But I did get the suit that I wore to my mother's second wedding. Ooh. That's come back into fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, second wedding because of uh, divorce than death. Not she's not like a rich widow who just like <laughs> the money ran out and I lost interest. <laughs> um, and we were like cleaning up the st- shit and I, I lived in a, ba- a, ro- a windowless room in the basement like Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> and all of a sudden it came to me like I'm not going to be here when they renovate that room. And I used to hide shit, contraband in the shitty office <laughs> like drop ceiling. Oh my God. I had a shitty office drop ceiling. So I went down there Opened it up just to see if I Tell had Tell me you found there. it. Pulled out. Uh, there was a shirt up there. Looked at it. It was my old baseball uniform. 
Covered in 20-year-old jizz. No! Oh, no. I have some photos if anyone wants no. to see it. We'll no! Put them up. Actually, yes. We'll put them up on the Instagram for everyone. Uh, okay. Like, I'm curious if it grew culture. You know what's weird? The shirt is blue and white. But in the photo, it came across black yellow. and yellow. Because yeah. it's like that dress. <laughs> yeah, that jizz looks pretty yellow, that too. Kid, that kid <laughs> would be 20 years old now, at least. I feel... <laughs> I feel like this shirt has like rights now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Andrew Shear wants to protect this shirt. Just so glad. I, uh, <laughs> oh, political. I just, I don't know what I was doing. Like I was just cleaning up and I was like, I can't bring this upstairs because someone's going to look through the family garbage and be like, why is there a t-shirt? Ah! <laughs> so I shoved it in my, my ceiling and left it there for 20 years. Oh, Anyways, no. that was my weekend. Also, <laughs> not to be a giant fucking nerd and show my true colors, but Harry Potter lived in a closet, not in a basement. He lived in a thing under the stairs. Closet he under the stairs. cupboard under the stairs. <laughs> if you're living in a whole basement, like if you have a room, a room you're not Harry basement. Potter. Oh I think my God. Whole room. It was a windowless little made makeshift room with no windows. He tried to make me have sex with him down there. I'm like, I'm not fulfilling your high school okay, fantasies. Okay, so to if make it's you big enough for you to, have, if it is big enough for you, it to had have no sex windows. In, it's and not I stood in front of the one That's door. True. Harry Potter couldn't have banged in his cupboard. Yeah. Also, he was a child. Yeah. Also, he was a child. Yes. Yes. He yes. Could have banged in that but cupboard. He had, he had a, wanted to. We both little, had a single bed. Bit. and There was some headroom. Oh my god. Headroom. <laughs> 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 Maybe he couldn't have fucked Hagrid in there, but oh my god, <laughs> I'm sure there's Harry Potter porn out Andrew there. Andrew has no I'm idea. Not, what I'm, talking. Just gonna say, I'm sure there's it. Harry Potter porn out yeah. there. I've got news for you. There's tons of yeah i was going to say i don't know like if you're a nerd i'm sure you're just as active in the online fan fiction community yes she is oh my god you guys can talk off mic all right (laughs) no guys we'll take take it off we're talking about harry potter i don't necessarily want to open that cupboard underneath the stairs when i get like the stories about 12 year old hermione it's just like nope i don't read that I read. I, they're all adults in the stuff that I read and write. I've so. told this story before, maybe, but Harry Potter came to my work. Well, whatever his real name is, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe, cheap motherfucker, tipped ten percent on a seven hundred dollar bill, and smoked oh, a lot of weed outside the restaurant, Dan. like right in the doorway where people were walking well, in. He's and sober is, now, so Dan went through a well documented dark phase, and he's from England, so he might not know the tipping culture. Although he's yeah. been oh, yeah, in right. America for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Welcome to the Harry Potter podcast. Shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's me again. Uh, This month in history. This year, this month, we're doing uh, YM. October. October 1999. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened in October 99. I'm going to swallow the spit collecting in my mouth. Hold on a second. (laughs) Gulp. Uh, On October 6th, Gorilla, we had a couple deaths. October 6th. Gorilla Monsoon, the American professional wrestler and commentator, died at 62. Oh. There used to be a bar named Long-time that. Toronto residents might remember Gorilla Monsoons on Queen Street. Which it was I next to the Horseshoe Tavern. Never went in because there was always a guy with an acoustic guitar in the window. <laughs> I see some of the acoustic guitar. I'm like, nope, not going in that place. I don't need to hear your version of No Woman, No Cry. No, thanks. <laughs> oh, God, that uh, happened last week at karaoke, and I was so embarrassed. Was oh, this they guy. did the accent. It was I so can't. bad. I can't. No. Oh, it's so I ran bad. in the bathroom and hid until I heard the music. <laughs> it's like a combination of secondhand embarrassment and what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you're 
you're white, don't yeah. sing that fucking hey song. Hey guys, got a little rendition for you. Oh, no. Old pirates, yeah, that's, yes yeah, they oh rob God, I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks. to the oh. ship. That's literally what he did. I was like, uh, oh, mine was way better than his. <laughs> <laughs> okay. October 12th, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, College and Hall of Fame basketball center, 32-time All-Star, dies of congested heart failure at 63. Now, he was a great basketball player, Wilt yep. still played for the Lakers. Uh, in his 1991 book, A View From Above, uh, he claimed to have slept with 20,000 different women in his life. Good for him. Which would be a rate of 2.3 women per day. <laughs> How he got to that number, he divided the number in half to be conservative and to correct for the degrees of variation. <laughs> he then multiplied that number by the number of days he'd been alive at the time, minus 15 years is when he lost his virginity. He okay. did this and you didn't, right? He did. He made these calculations? <laughs> uh, no, the, he did this. That's wow. how he kept the 20,000. He loved threesomes. He was intimate with 23 different women on one day, one 10-day road trip. I need to see a picture of this guy. I think he's a fucking liar. No, What's I, his name? Well, apparently he was a real ladies' man. That's all, if you, that's all you focus on, you never heard of I that. happen to have racked up Absolutely a considerable not. big no. number, and no. I was only single it's for like... It's not about what you look like. Yeah, that's true. I bet he was super charismatic. He's six foot... Ten with giant hands. Oh and yeah, he's, he plays for the NBA. And he's I'd rich. With this guy. Yeah. And he was rich, and he was famous, and he was probably pretty charming. Yeah. And you know, I'll Look give at him those that. Gams. Nice stems. <laughs> See, I oh, think I he's very good looking. I would. T- I yeah. Imagine him in like cool seventies clothes, and it's like sexual liberation time. Everyone's having sex. It's oh, pre yeah. HIV AIDS, so he's like you know. Everyone's down to fuck, and there's Good no consequences. Him. It's all yeah. the pill came out. Everyone's like, "Hey, let's fuck Will Chamberlain." Wow, look okay. at that cool seven. Can I bring shirt. my friend? Yes, you can. I would fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I would. Fuck I would him. have sex with anyone famous, but yeah. like, <laughs> I would have sex with him even if he wasn't famous, probably, <laughs> and if I was straight, and if the circumstances just somehow align. Yeah, you could be one of those two point three women. <laughs> Isn't that every girl's dream? <laughs> At the end of his life, he said. Having a thousand different ladies is pretty cool, understatement. <laughs> I've learned in my life. I've also found that having one woman a thousand different times is more satisfying. October 12th is the day of six billion. The six billionth human was born-ish, they estimated. Mm. Ten years earlier, in 1989, the population was 5.198 billion. I wonder and if those are all Will Chamberlain's kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's 7.7 billion as of now. Damn. By the way, if you want to feel bad about yourself, the, the 6 billionth kid born in 1999 is now 20 years old. Oh, my Ugh, God. Gross. That's weird. So is my jizz shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they can hang out. In music, uh, Breathe came out by Faith Hill. This is Billboard Song of the Year. Just breathe. Heartbreaker, uh, Mariah Carey's uh, Rainbow, number one Billboard. 14th number one single for her. And it stood on the charts for a long time. I wrote more. She surpassed the Beatles for the act with the most weeks spent at number one. Amazing. Okay, I've heard that statistic like 8,000 times. Mm-hmm. Every time I see it, it's like the number one female artist, the number like one You don't have week. to genderize if she beat the Beatles. Number one. No, Here's I know. The it's the bullet. But I, I think recently Justin Bieber surpassed that. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, thing. I think it's been surpassed since 1999. It's not the same, though. It's like that no. Also, YouTube Heartbreaker's views. a fucking jam. Yeah. I do that song at karaoke all the time, including the Jay-Z parts. Believe yeah. by Cher came out on October 19th. <gasps> I love that song. Yes. Love That's that a song. great song. Uh, S Club 7's album, uh, Most definitely Black on Both Sides. Uh, in movies, Three Kings came out, Fight Club, The Best Men, which I love. Uh, Boys Don't Cry. Oh, that movie's great. 
Wes Craven, the master of horror, uh, the author of Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Oh, it's October. He has a movie released. What tale of the macabre <laughs> does he have in store for us? Oh, no. The movie is Music of the Heart, a 1998 American <laughs> musical drama film. Richard Dreyfuss is Starring in Starring Meryl Streep. You're thinking of a different movie, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, right. Okay. Starring Meryl Streep. The story is uh, about the real-life Roberta... Gusapari, who founded the Opus 118 Harlem School of Music and fought for music education in New York City public schools. With a combination of toughness and determination, she inspires a group of children and their initially skeptical parents. This sounds like I'm dangerous I'm going to lines. inspire you. White savior movie. I'm a white savior. Yeah. You might as well be a ghost if you're white Now here's bigger. a real horror twist. Executive producer of that movie, Harvey Weinstein. Oh. That is a horror movie. And that's the month. Just a general fuck you to whoever I... Uh, yes, girl. Harvey Weinstein, a stranger slapping him in the face. than it should to get to the little bit of Monica. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Germany, born in a German Air Force base. Yep. What? And when Lou Reed died, most people said, the guy from Mama Number 5 died? And <laughs> he a little stole bit my of me job. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I actually heard that. I was sitting on the patio at Ronnie's when Lou Reed died, and I yeah. heard someone say, Lou Reed died today, and this girl's like, like Mambo Number 5? We're oh, going to have to no. wait till Lou Bega dies for his family to release Mambos 1 through 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many six, names can you, you name from that song? A little bit of... Monica. Rachel, Phoebe. A little bit. <laughs> Angela, something, no, something. Erica. There's an Angela. But there's but an Angela's Angela. Look, let's, Angela's let's, let, let's let her try and go them one by one rather than okay. us. All right. How All many right. can you name? When you're leading into the chorus, he says he likes Angela, Pamela, Cassandra, and Rita, which is my grandmother's name. You're right. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Then when it you only actually, gets sweeter after that. It gets sweeter after that because uh, then you get a little bit of Monica in your life, a little bit of Erica by your side, a little bit of. Is it still Rita? Are Tina. Still I think Rita? maybe it's Tina. Or is it Tina? I don't know if it's Rita or Tina first. I'm looking. Hold on. You're doing very well, Just Rita twice? Okay, just keep going. Okay, keep going. Okay, a little bit of Rita or Tina. Uh, so a little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica. <laughs> she got them all! Holy shit! I didn't know uh, you, were- you forgot the most important one. You makes me a man. I, oh, okay, first of all, I was cut off. And so it makes me your man. Yeah. A man? A I didn't know you were such a Lou Reed fan. fan. Yep. Uh, fun fact about me, my first grade class did a choreographed dance to that oh, in God. grade Show one. us yeah. right now. I could not do that. I could actually probably still do the one we did to Banana Phone. But not, I remember that song. But not to Mumbo Number no. 5. Yeah, I was five years old in 1999. Hey, kids, we can do a dance about a song about fucking a bunch of women. That's it's a mambo. Oh, I thought you meant banana phone for a second. I was like, what? My youth. I am 7,000 years old. <laughs> we are on the say anything section. Most humiliating experiences. 
Does the photo in this say the House of D is... Am yeah. I reading that right? House of D. House, House of, of D! D. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we bring you to the House of D. That's where Lou Bega takes you when he's about <laughs> That's where Wilt Chamberlain takes you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like this one a lot. When I first got braces, I sometimes felt pain in the back of my jaw, which made it hard for me to open my mouth. It was really annoying, but usually went away after a few minutes. Well... I had a crush on this hot football player. And one night, we were sitting alone on top of the bleachers. I thought, this is it. He's going to kiss me. But just as he made his move, my jaw cramped up. He kept trying to stick his tongue in my mouth, but I couldn't even open my jaw at all. I could hardly even move my lips. In fact, I had a hard time talking, so when I tried to explain what was going on, it just came out as gibberish. The next day, he told all of his friends, and for the rest of the year, I was known to the entire school as the Spaz. (laughs) There's so much wrong with that. There's so much better nicknames. That doesn't have anything to do with that. How about Lockjaw? The spaz is like 1999 quintessential. Spaz is something that really didn't carry over into the 2010s. Did she have spasm yeah. for all she did? It? I'm just saying it's not specific. You, if you're a good bully, your your nickname is like a really good take on their problem. Like I'd call her yeah. Lockjaw or like Pitbull. I'm just, you know what? I don't know if I've missed something with that embarrassing moment, but was she trying to make out with somebody and on she the football team with couldn't. her like jaw wired shut? Not wired shut, but she was having a cramp or spasm, oh. as you could oh. say, to give some to credit to the bully. Tongue between her teeth to Ew. pry it open. Yeah, How much was her mouth open for it to start cramping? You know what? In my opinion, I think that this guy was really embarrassed that he wasn't doing a good job and so decided to get ahead of the story and be like, oh, she's such a spaz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming from that. someone who clearly had braces or very good genes. Oh, I definitely had braces. Me too. Yeah. I didn't. I'm perfect. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, James. I had, I had braces and I did. Was that a thing, though, where, where like, you clench your jaw? Or, like... No, I didn't have that, but I, like... I, w- I found kissing kind of difficult. Oh, yeah, you said uh, that before. Yeah. Well, one, of my, one of my elastics smacked into, like, the other person's mouth because it came undone from the That made a cool sound. I have so many <laughs> questions about my childhood dentist because he yanked out all my teeth with, like, no anesthetic. <laughs> he got, like, four teeth. Were you a child in the Civil like, War? And then I remember, and then I am old, uh, and then I remember he put, I got braces, but he glued them on one by one and, like, let me leave halfway through. He so went I had, to like, the back. I had like five like braces. Like, yeah, I'll come back next week. I'll finish. I'm tired. So I had like, <laughs> like five little unattached little studs, like a, like a rudimentary grill. And then he's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not doing it. So I took them off. Were you in a fucking alley? Like, I don't fuck? know what was going on with my dentist, what kind of weird sadist I had, but yeah. Well, I think all dentists in some way are kind of sadists. Oh, you're a rabbit. You need to be. Like a little bit to enjoy your job. Because they say that dentists can have a really hard time like inflicting pain on their on their patients all day. So I feel like if you were a sadist, that actually serve you really well. But I feel I feel like when like you know when kids are growing up and they're like what do you want to be when you grow up and you say dentist it's like why are you so into teeth like it just I wanted to be a dentist when I was a kid when I was a kid I wanted to be a dentist but that but 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 it was because I heard they made a lot of money that's fair that is fair. I just feel like there's got to be a dentist out there that's collected all the teeth they've yanked out and like has like a whole box <laughs> yes. of them. So Lauren, uh, one of our hosts, who you guys know, um, just who? Like, uh, I hope you don't. 
uh, I hope she doesn't mind me reading this out, but she recently got picked up on the subway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and Was it by a dentist? I don't see how this is relevant. Well, I don't know, because this was the message you sent. Your Honor, objection. <laughs> I'm great. Just came from my cleaning appointment. Was a good one. What you up to? Uh, like you mean the dentist? That I'm was just, Lauren, right? Yeah. yeah. I see how this I'm just, I'm just watching hockey and relaxing. It's been a week. Nice. I'm watching it too here at a bar a bit. Terrible grammar. Yeah. Didn't know you had such a beautiful smile. I'm sure you go there for your cleaning like a woman that stays fresh. Ew. <laughs> no. Yuck. Ew. Like, why is he so obsessed with teeth cleaning? Yeah. Well, he's a also like a woman who stays fresh that has like all kinds of weird gross connotations yeah yeah like you ever feel not so fresh like that's <laughs> what i think of. but i mean you know when you're first getting to know someone and it's like you cling on to the like couple bits of information that you have about them and to try to make it into like our own inside joke hey, sort of toothy. thing you got teeth <laughs> exactly this guy just bet on the wrong horse he just was like all right what do i got on this girl i know she goes to the dentist I I know she's playing hockey. I know she likes hockey. Okay, dentist. I'm going to run with dentist. <laughs> and I mean, like, okay, so not to side with this super big weirdo, but, like, <laughs> Lauren does have gorgeous teeth. Like, she does okay. have very, very perfect teeth. Mm-hmm. So if she flashed a smile at this dude and he was into teeth or whatever, she's got a nice mouthful. He mentioned cleaning twice in two minutes. That's weird. <laughs> That's so weird. weird. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Actually, I think one of the segments in this magazine talks about stinky breath. Does it? In this one? In the Say Anything? Is there another Say Anything? Is it called Haliotosis or something? Bad breath? Halitosis. Haliotosis. I don't care. (laughs) Um... Great stuff. (laughs) Great stuff. I wanted to read another say anything, maybe. When I found out that my crush and I were going to be staying at the same hotel on our class's overnight trip, I was psyched. Our chaperones went to sleep right after checking in. Yeah! Exclamation point. No H. So a bunch of us decided to hang out in my crush's room. Okay, these chaperones were fucking shitty chaperones. It was 1999. It was pre-AIDS. They got drunk at the bar. The kids are asleep. What chaperone worth their weight in gold is like immediately just like, okay, I, you know, like lights out and then just assumes everybody's gone to sleep. <laughs> I just go, I go, all right, ever. guys, I'm going to the bar. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> it's fingering time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Feeling more daring than usual, I cuddled up with him and started making a conversation. We wound up making out for hours and fell asleep on his bed. Is everyone else still there? Just watch them make, I guess. That's, that's a high school thing. That's high school. I gotta make it. Let's pretend we're not noticing this. <laughs> the next morning, I found my cutie sleeping across the room on the floor with no blanket. Oh, what a sweetheart. Aww. I asked him what was going on. He started giggling and told me that I'd been farting in my sleep. He was so <laughs> grossed out that he had to move as far away from the sounds and smells as possible. Now, whenever he sees me at school, he asks if I've taken my gas ex. What kind oh, of rich no. kid school is this where, like, he has a private... Like fucking sweet, apparently. Like if you it's think there'd be like a hotel room, two or three kids to a room. It could be a Motel Six. Yeah, I know, but he he has a private room where it's just him and her, and nah. like no one's chilling, like checking in. Guarantee there were at least five other people in this room. Yeah. Also, if you were in a room full of guys and you think no one's turning that into a fart factory, like please. <laughs> but you're grossed out by like this girl that you've been like 
making out with for the last six hours. Uh, girls you. don't fart. I <laughs> went to on a class trip to like a weird cottagey place and a teacher chaperone came in and told us her room smelled like farts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably did. I, yeah. I wasn't me because I, I, I was in my tight of my OCD phase. Look at him. So he's I didn't like, fart at all. He's still denying his fart factory. Everybody 20 farts. years later. Everybody farts. <laughs> Take comfort in your farts. Sometimes. Camden's listening to the whole heartbreaker. Jamie. I always do this song at karaoke and it's always embarrassing because I cannot hit those notes. No one, no can. one, no can. one can except Axel it, that Rose. That song specifically is not... Uh, oh, Axel Rose can't hit those notes. That's a myth. He has the highest octave range out of any singer that he does study. It's not that he uh, can hit the notes that Mariah Carey does. It's that he has the largest from like being like... <laughs> to being like... <laughs> so yeah. like yeah, the yeah. highest range. Right. Well, that she was doesn't something... go that low, so I that's love why he has yeah. a higher range. So that was... He's a better singer. That was what I learned from Pitch Perfect, is that you know men are at an advantage in the acapella world because they can hit the low notes. I thought that movie was so about baseball. Pitch Perfect? You're thinking Fever Pitch with Drew Barrymore. Yes, that is what I'm thinking of. That's Fallon and Drew Barrymore. I was an extra in that movie. No way. Did you meet Drew? No, but she was standing outside the tent... And with her boyfriend at the time, Fab from The Strokes, I was a big Strokes fan. Oh, me And he too. had a really cool gold lighter, and I was like, I should go ask him for a light. And I didn't have the balls to do it. <laughs> I That's oh, no. You guys could have been besties. Later on, when I grew up more in myself, I would have walked up to him and been like, hey, what's up? My name's James. No. But, you know, I wasn't at that level yet. <laughs> My dad has a pers- personal rule about celebrities where he always approaches them because why not? My dad's just wackadoo. <laughs> How many celebrities did your dad encounter? A lot more than you would think. One time, uh, Sharon Osbourne got uh, convinced my dad to let us buy a cat. That was great. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah, do you have the cat, awesome. Sue? Oh, yeah, we do. No, what happened was, uh, do you want me to tell the story? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so like my dad and my stepmom were in Vegas, and they got into a fight because my stepmom somehow thought that my dad had agreed for them to get I want a cat had for <laughs> thought yeah pretty much she wanted a cat and she thought that my dad had agreed he said he hadn't we had too many pets already my dad's a vet so we do have <laughs> a lot of pets I mean that's standard Vegas fare for a couple you right. get a big fight over owning a cat that's not usually the fight over a pussy their couple's oh getting into here. I'll cut that. Get it out. <laughs> so my stepmom goes to the hotel bathroom to collect herself because she's very upset at this point. And as she's like, you know, fixing her makeup and everything, Sharon Osborne walks in. And so she starts doing all of her stuff like really slowly so that she can see her when she leaves. And at this point, when telling me this story, she goes, and then I was like, I'm listening to Sharon Osborne pee. <laughs> so then she comes out and she can tell that my stepmom's upset. So she's like, oh, are you are you all right? And she goes, yeah, I'm just having a, fi- a bit of a fight with my husband. I want to get a cat and he doesn't. She goes, where's your husband? <laughs> so she takes her out to the lobby and she goes, uh, taps him on the shoulder, turns around all taken aback. And she goes, are you Ken? He says, yes. <laughs> she says, I think you should get two cats. And we did. 
like, Thanks, Sharon. Sharon, she's managed like wrangling Ozzy Osbourne yeah. his entire life. You think she can't handle your dad? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got two cats, Sharon and Ozzy. <laughs> Amazing. And we still have Ozzy. Sharon, we had to rehome because okay. we they moved. But my brother has Ozzy now. Did they get the cat in Vegas? No, they got him when we got home. Oh, okay. oh when they got I thought home. they were in Vegas. She's like, you know what I want? I want to fucking cat no <laughs> yeah, doing lines off like a like a sex worker and be like i want a fucking cat oh my god don't anyway. tell your parents about this podcast <laughs> anyway we're gonna deep dive into the next segment called love lab your dating dilemmas and romance riddles solved so the one i have picked is i have a crush on my boss my manager at work asked me out he's 18 i'm 16 should i go First of all, what fucking 18-year-old is in charge of anything? <laughs> like, he's like the general manager. This isn't fucking like I work at like a huge high stakes. Like he's my boss. Yeah. yeah. He's the guys, CEO and I'm like an administrative he, assistant. They work at Dairy Queen. Yeah. He's 60 and I'm like 20, 32. It's like. Even, even if it's Dairy Queen, the only thing that an 18-year-old boy should be in charge of is making sure he takes a shower every day. That's <laughs> it. That's all that they should be in charge of. They can't even do this that. This is some serious high stake stuff we take to HR yeah. in corporate. <laughs> anyway, I picked this one not because the advice is in any way exciting or anything do like that. Do you have that. a crush on your boss? I at any given moment I have like 30 crushes on the go. I okay. love having a crush. They're super super like harmless. It's sometimes really fun to have one. I have had crushes on my bosses and I just love having them. I've Me never too. had an attractive boss, so I don't know. Watch out, everyone listening who's Andrea's boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't fire me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've just, I've never had a, I've never really had a work crush because I think that I always separate my work life from my personal life so much that there's not Which a lot of smart. intermingling. Mm -hmm. But then again, all of my bosses look like eggs, so. <laughs> yeah, I really like to separate my, my, uh, my professional life at Dairy Queen from my personal life. I did work at Dairy Queen, okay? What are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, that's right, you did. Um, no, I think that, like, for this specific one, like, don't go out with your boss, but you can have a crush on your boss. I think He's that's 18. Fuck him all. Go out. Yeah. You want. No. These are high stakes fucking. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, if we knew corporate what. Corporate entry. Yeah, if we knew what company it was was and it was like something very intense and it's like oh this is going to affect my future at the company or something <laughs> it was Halliburton it yeah was, it was Lockheed Martin exactly go out go out on a date with your manager or whatever he makes two dollars more an hour than you it's not a big deal uh, yeah. but he That's has a fair. key yeah the yeah. power dynamics are just too complicated <laughs> sounds so it sounds really dated i think it just sounds yeah. like there's no instruments it's just like this weird like just like like keyboard like nothing is identifiable i don't think that kind of beat will ever come back it's really aggressively yeah. synthetic now but there's no like in between version where it's like let's add some strings but the strings are like from a computer program yeah yeah it's weird listening to it in that like because i remember when that music first came out and i was just like oh it's so 
I wasn't really into pop music at that time. I was definitely listening to Marilyn Manson or something. I was obsessed with that song. <laughs> <laughs> it was Joan like, Hart's in the video. It was I from that know. movie. Oh, you drive me crazy with a. You drive me crazy. I just can't speak. That dude I'm from so Entourage, I think, was in it. Yeah, the dude from it. Entourage was in it. And you know what's weird? I never watched that movie. I was just fucking Jeremy obsessed Pimm. with it. Jeremy Piven was a love object of that song, and he's just <laughs> there, like, yeah. <laughs> I talk fast. I owe my whole career to being friends with John Cusack. Yeah. I could watch that video over and over again. Let's I watch that movie. Let's add it to the 90s. It's Grenier, right? Oh, yes. right. Love yeah. that song, not yeah. Jeremy Piven. Another really butchered pronunciation of a French name. Like Caitlin's last name. Yeah. Pronounce- I said Grant Granny Granier, I think his name. How does he pronounce it? Gran- I don't know. What do Granier? I look like? The Grenier? French Grenier? pronunciation dictionary? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So this segment is called When to Give Up on Your Crush, which... Uh, suits nice with the last segment about yeah. crushes on your boss. When do you give up on your life? <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are really good, though. I went through them, and it's just like, when to give up on your crush? And then they have questions to ask like yourself when you're like, w- on whether or not you should be giving up on one. And one is the, one, like the fourth one, which I feel like this should be the first one. You're skipping one. right to four? Yeah, I'm <laughs> skipping right to four because it should be number one. Does he have a girlfriend? <laughs> Maybe give up on your crush if he no, has a girlfriend. No way. There's a million songs based on like... Uh, uh, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like yeah. no I was going to no say. Think you need a new one. Uh, yeah, the real question is, does he have a girlfriend? Sub-question A, is she, like, shitty, though? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, like, does she suck? reasons why she's shitty. I mean, <laughs> if you like him, you'll just invent a reason why she sucks. Sub-question I mean, B, does he have a boyfriend? Oh, yeah, very that's good. A, I mean, that would be a pretty, very accurate. unless you're extremely persistent if he has a boyfriend that should stop most people but hey no, but it could be for crazy, anyone i can convert him i have a i have a cabin in the woods that's employed by weird guys in tucked in golf shirts <laughs> first i'll send him there for six months i'm saying from any perspective but yeah, christian conversion camp if you're not <laughs> so one of them is has he failed to say anything sweet to you the most pleasant words your potential lover boy has uttered to you have been Hey, what's up? <laughs> Which is, you know, oh, he's just complicated. All right, deep down, I can change him. Can bring out the sweetness in him. Six months of my life mining at that hard rock to eventually get into like him having human emotions. Yeah, it's like you know he's one way around his friends, but when we're alone, he's like really sweet. So oh, God, I hate that's that. a slippery slope. Of- oh, he's nice to his dog, <laughs> and he is so sweet to his mom. <laughs> um. Does he bail every time you get a chance or he gets a chance to ask you out? Which I don't really understand. I mean, that if I was an obsessed stalker, everyone has a chance to ask everyone someone out every time. Like I don't understand. I think it's more yeah. if you have plans. You say, "Oh, I don't have anything to do this weekend," and he says, "Too bad, I have to clean out the garage." Oh, which is I see. Exactly that. what you had to do last weekend. Uh, it was the rest of my house. It was not the garage. <laughs> <laughs> the garage is still pristine. Nineteen ninety-two. I love the third one. It's like, are you the only one who calls? And I'm like, nope, because I don't make phone <laughs> well, calls. This is very I get that, though. When you're con- Let's update it at least to like 2002. Yeah. Where like you're like the one constantly initiating the AOL messages. Yeah. <laughs> and they just like go like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. They respond to you, which you take as encouragement. But you're yeah. always the one to initiate conversation. That's mm-hmm. not a great sign. No. If you log into MSN, do you need to log back out and log back in before <laughs> he responds? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
like the do you write cryptic away messages so like maybe they'll get the hint that you're like oh man like slow like passive aggressive like had plans today guess i'll just sit in my room and cry that's not attracting anyone (laughs) you care about them does he love you like a sister I mean, uh, 2019. Depends Pornhub. on. Yeah. Depends. <laughs> Does he love you like a stepsister? Yeah. That's a real question. There is a market for that. <laughs> Apparently, that market is everyone. I know. <laughs> You're like a sister to me. Chances are he'll probably never think of you as girlfriend material. I don't know if that's necessarily true because the whole girl next door thing in the 90s, yeah. that was such a thing where, like, the Joey Dawson, like, mm-hmm. I love you like a sister, but you, like, secretly wanted to fuck Didn't them. Didn't Paul Rudd love. Uh, uh, share share like a sister <laughs> oh we don't need to talk about clueless <laughs> clueless porn <laughs> doesn't oh, exist that's that's every, it. every porn now yeah. it's like you have to ignore the stepmother teaches her steps on her stepsister it's like okay so this is just two like bland white people going at it just okay fine <laughs> like it's not like that's the hook that gets you that turns a vanilla sex scene into like you have to basically ignore it being like okay this is just like are we Older still talking lady, about this article or porn young person? Yeah. Welcome to the porn podcast. Yes. <laughs> so I went on psychology today and they have all of these completely weird things to tell if someone has a crush on you. And there's been like studies that show that snack selection can reveal affection. Really? No, I'm really curious. What about does the, the snacks? Yeah. Like what <laughs> if they have the same snacks as you? Yeah. Or so is it, it says in this. In this study, they demonstrated through a series of studies that having a romantic crush increases variety-seeking consumption behavior. Apparently, as they explain, this stems from a desire to regain a sense of control, which is lost within the throes of an unreciprocated romantic crush. Can you speak this in English? Like, there's like, just like a... when you have a crush on someone, you have a, like a variety of snacks in front of you. Yeah, you like you like Ned at the okay. So take your crush to a party in, in Jurassic Park and see how many varieties of snacks they eat in front of you. And if they only eat potato chips, they don't would like not you. work with me. <laughs> I don't like eating in front of people. <laughs> I Actually, know. if I have a, if I'm really intimate with you, I will eat in front of you, and that's the first sign. Like, oh, he's really serious about this relationship. I was All gonna right. say, like, when you said chicken wings, that specifically is like that is the food that I only eat around people that I'm very. Very comfortable, comfortable with, with yeah. and very like just like like I trust you yeah. if I'm eating chicken wings around. Yeah, exactly. You. Like I don't have to like put on like a facade. Like this is like really intimate. I'm like or a bib. I'm like I'm like breaking it and like biting the in between part. I'm really sticking care. your tongue between the two bones of the chicken wing <laughs> to get the middle me. meat. Although I do do that on the first days just to get them turned on. Oh yeah, there's nothing like- sexier than licking the sauce off of your fingers to the chicken wings. Hey, Dip them in the bowl. Watch get me hot. take this whole drumstick chicken wing in one bite. I have a story about chicken wings, but go on. I think I'm the exact opposite. I will eat all of the grossest stuff in front of just the general public. Like, I seriously broke down a whole lobster in the keg the other day <laughs> and just ate the whole fucking thing in front of everybody. Including and I like And I like to think that people respected me for it. <laughs> that's a very dominant move. Like, that's yeah. a power move. I think in front of strangers is one thing, but if you're in front of a potential love match... I just... You know what? It's big lobster energy. And, like, that's where I was going with it because there was a guy beside me who like it was obviously his first lobster and like he didn't know how to eat it and I was I got a lobster put down right in front of me and I just went for it and I got it broken down I could do it you were like Madison and Splash yeah and then part of me was just like 
part of me was just like I wonder if he thinks is hot and pro- the other part of me was just like he's probably very intimidated and then at the end I was just like why the <laughs> fuck like are you just like crunching the claw in front of him and giving him eyes <laughs> uh, chicken imagine beans. this was your boner <laughs> I don't know does that work I haven't fine. met the I've been in a relationship for 10,000 years and uh, I still haven't reached a level of intimacy where I could watch someone finish off the bottom of a bowl of cereal and not be <laughs> fucking disgusted. I am, I'm like out of the room if someone's like going like, and like, like there's like milk. Oh, if the spoon hits their teeth, I'm fucking packing my shit and getting the fuck out. Sorry, that's just like something about Fair me. Fair enough, dude. I don't He's have to go therapy or anything. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, my friend and I were really drunk at a bar one time and this guy hit on me and I was like, I, I was Weird like, yeah, facts, I, okay. I don't have, for some reason I gave him my friend's number and then she was, we were so drunk that we couldn't remember who gave, so, so I was like, yeah, go on a date with him. I don't fucking, obviously I was not interested if I gave him the wrong number, which happened to be yours. So she goes, and on then a, what did I do? <laughs> so they go on a date and everything's going well, you know, he's cute, he's funny, whatever. And then he says, my ex-girlfriend used to masturbate with food. And she was like, oh, okay, like cucumbers or what? And he's like, no, like chicken wings. Oh, <laughs> no. And no. she was like, is that? Not with barbecue sauce on them. <laughs> she was no. like, is that something that turns you on? And he said, it could be. Oh, my <laughs> God. He still hasn't figured it out yet. How many times she masturbated with chicken wings? I don't know. Before he's like. I had so many questions oh, as a follow-up, but uh, of course that date, you know, ended and didn't really go anywhere. But if you're out there, I have more questions. Also, for you. when I order chicken wings, it's always not enough. I mean, like <laughs> it's like now you're just like over here, like I assume it starts out they're at a hotel, they order chicken wings for room service. He has like a pound and he's eating his, and she goes to the other bed and starts <laughs> doing bed. whatever. What kind of money do these I'd people like, have? Hey. Like, they're still like, that was a drumstick. That's the best of the chicken wings. <laughs> this is Dr. D. <laughs> Please don't insert chicken wings into <laughs> any orifice that isn't your mouth. Like, don't do it. They're not good for you. Yeah, the pH is definitely off on a hot way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a reason they call it dry rub. <laughs> oh. I feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight, chicken tonight. I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights, waiting for someone to release me. What do you guys think? Who's oh a better God. singer? She was like the best singer of all. Do you them, think right? she's a better singer than Britney Spears? Hundred yeah. percent. Britney Spears so? isn't that talented of a singer. That's never been the point of Britney Spears. Yeah, no. Is that we're admiring her for her vocal abilities? I think she's a Britney Spears is a better dancer than Christina. Aguilera. I think. I mean, who gives Maybe. a shit? But you I mean, seem like a Christina fan. It's not even that I'm a Christina fan. It's just, you know, you got to recognize something when I see Britney it, right? Britney Spears never great. wrote Unpretty, which I love. But although... Unpretty uh, is by TLC. <laughs> Britney Spears never wrote. You TLC. can end the sentence Beautiful, there. beautiful, beautiful. Oh, but right. also, Chris Aguilera never wrote Gimme More, which is like I loved so much. Yeah. Gimme, gimme more. If we're talking about song. who's the most beloved pop icon of the era, then we've got to give it to Britney over Christina. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of vocal ability, come on. Mm. But then it's like... It's like when you go to like a night of like it's like it's not just technical skill like that could be boring like it's exactly. about like presentation and like how you're 
Absolutely. I, I do like I like some of Britney's Britney's like later music, but considering this was like around the same time, Christina Aguilera's music I think was better. Mm-hmm. At that time, at that then time. Britney Spears stopped giving control of her music to like fifty-year-old men and gave it over to young gay men, mm-hmm. and like her later career and her music became awesome. I it's know, mm-hmm. I love Britney I'm Spears. A slave. I have a very oh soft god, spot my <laughs> that song's Spears. a little weird though. <laughs> Did you ever see her interview with Oprah about that song? No. Well, she was talking about her performance, like the iconic performance with the yellow bone, uh, the yellow snake, whatever uh, species it was, and. <laughs> And she was talking about that performance with Oprah and how it was like, and she was like, yeah, it's like jungle themed because, you know, slaves. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Brit, no. Brittany, we got to pull that I can't believe I've never heard that before. I haven't either. Oh, ouch, girl. <laughs> what did Oprah do? I don't know. I've actually looked for this segment and I can't find it. But. Oh, I'll find it. I'm going to deep oh, dive man. into this. All right. This is where I, we cut to the interview time, footage. Just, like, throwing up her nose, be like, I'm fucking, I need to walk. Uh, can you imagine? Oprah's just like, oh man, what the fuck? She just wants to like try so hard to be nice to this young person because she's nice to like everyone and gives a benefit of the doubt. But, like aside from James Frey. Like Oprah has like, I mean, you look at Oprah and you're just like, oh, you have a lot of, you have like a high tolerance for bullshittery. And then Britney says something like that and she's like, I gotta go for a fucking nap. God damn it. All right. The segment is called Love Sins. Love Sins, Love Sins. Ever flirt with a guy just get your way. Steal a smooch from a best bud, sweetie. We've got the lowdown on seven girls who act out the rest of the world. Okay, you're clearly the 50-year-old men writing Britney songs. All right, here's the, here's the, here's the, the thing. Secret stud scooper is the name. Scoper. Secret stud scooper is the name of... The article, and this person wrote in, I have a telescope, and I'm always looking at the stars through my bedroom window, but I found an awesome new celestial bod to observe when a family moved in next door. The eldest son was the juiciest 16-year-old I'd ever seen. They didn't have curtains up for the first week, and I completely scoped him out. One night, he got totally naked and started flexing in the mirror. Flexing? Flexing. Flexing. All of a sudden, he no- must have noticed his curtainless windows because he walked towards the glass. I was totally busted. And this was written by David42. <laughs> what? Where does it say that? David, 42 years old, the juiciest 16-year-old I'd ever seen. Uh, no, it's by Tammy, 15. Fake uh, name. Tammy. Listen, people, only two kinds of people own telescopes, nerds and perverts. <laughs> That's true. Shouldn't fuck with either one. <laughs> I also don't have any curtains in my place, and I'm always walking around naked. But the thing is, Where I never... Live? I live... <laughs> In Parkdale, oh and my room, my window directly faces the window of the next door bedroom. Right from the back, quite from bright. The back. Well, I grew up in a house that was surrounded by trees, so I just don't think about it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, my neighbors always have their w- blinds drawn. So great, fine, that's cool. I never need to do it. But I don't remember if they always had their blinds drawn or only after <laughs> I moved in. After you started with your with your telescope. But the point is. In this quest for dominance, I have clearly taken the spot of I can have my blinds open and they don't. I literally don't have any contact. I've never been a peeping Tom. I've never done any. Do you don't say no like you are not a peeping Tom? She doesn't. She doesn't say if she used the telescope or not. It's implied, but she she was using a telescope to spy on this 
hot 16 year old guy because that takes it too far yeah i would never use binoculars or whatever to go and like binoculars (laughs) with the naked eye that's one thing but (laughs) i saw remember that time we were across from the park we were I saw a naked man, yeah. like He was, was, like, flexing and massaging. He and so- seemed to know. Yeah, he, there's some people that get off on that, though. Totally. And maybe this guy does. Of course there are people who get off on, like, forcing people to see their naked bodies as a consent. <laughs> Look, my fucking men. ultimate, ultimate dream is to, like, meet two guys that will fuck in front of me and let me watch. I am all for <laughs> hey, boys. Have fans. you been to Oasis? You yes, I have. Well, two there guys. you go. How have you not seen two guys fucking at Oasis yet? No, I want, no, I want them at my beck and call. Like, oh. I want to have like, regular Well, but you access. find them at Oasis and then you say, hey, how would you feel about yes. doing that at my place? You don't have to go to Oasis. Just get an overcoat and a fake mustache beard and just go into the, the things. They'll be like, I just like to watch. Spot also, access. it would help if you want to save money on things to get a second person. You sit on their shoulders, and he's a very <laughs> tall pervert. I don't know where this is going, and I'm not sure I'm okay. Just with to it. watch two dudes fucking, just overcoat, <laughs> fake mustache, uh, Sherlock Holmes hat for some reason, <laughs> like a, the kids' oh Halloween God. costume. But the whole telescope thing, and like, you know looking in on your neighbor's window when he's naked. I don't know. I, for everybody that knows me, I'm super into true crime and serial killers. And I know how many serial killer stories start with them being peeping fucking Toms. So mm-hmm. I'm a little wary of it, even if you are a woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not okay with it. I feel like this was something that was like a heavily used trope around this era, though. Really was like, in terms of things that you would culturally think is okay because of their depiction in like rom-coms and teen well, whatever. Seinfeld had a whole like the masturbating episode exactly spying on a woman who walked around her apartment naked and somehow she deserved it because she did that friends had creepy or not creepy ugly naked naked guy guy. for the uh, pretty much the entire show until ross moved into his apartment of course but i think with like ugly naked guy that was always treated like this huge joke which it shouldn't have been whereas like if ugly naked guy was like hot naked girl it would be like what the fuck are you doing Mm -hmm. that happened in seinfeld and it was not an issue yeah like, there was literally Ugh. part of the story that Kramer creepily watched this woman and jerked off to her. And that's Ew. why he lost the contest. That was their most famous episode. That happened. God, you're right. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. I blocked that. That was Ugh. the crux of it. No. The 90s. Fuck, man. You know Fuck when you can, like, 90s. spy on a woman just, like, existing in her world Ugh. and masturbate to her? <laughs> Caitlin's going to go home and buy show. some curtains. I am. I thought you were going to say Caitlin's going to go home hey, and masturbate to her. <laughs> Hey, we're sponsored today by curtains. Do you like curtains? Well, they stop people from spying on you and creepily masturbating. Well, they got the curtains.com. That's what we're sponsored by. Nah, like Kramer, I say if someone wants to watch me enjoy the show. Right? Yeah, that's if hey, you're, if you're fine We're with sponsored it. by herwebcam.com. Because <laughs> she's so That seems weirdly like 
you're never going to really date. If you come from a perspective of like putting someone up on a pedestal like that. Yeah. She's not. She's dead. That's what Caitlin said. <laughs> Is she dead? I thought that she was dead when I was a kid and I first heard this song because Joan of Arc is dead. Yeah. But, and so, so was, was Aphrodite. Aphrodite yeah, was exists. never dead. <laughs> Cleopatra was dead. Like Cleopatra those are the things dead. that I knew about. Like, you know, if you think about Cleopatra, I was like, ah, yes, killed herself oh, with snakes. Oh, she's like high above me. Like she's in heaven. Exactly. She's and Joan of Arc, she died. She was burned at the stake. And then Aphrodite really threw me for a loop, but I didn't know who that was when I was a kid. And so I was like, okay, yeah, this is someone who's in heaven. He wants to date her, but it's too bad because she's dead. She's an angel. She's an angel. She's wearing wings in the video. Exactly. I like that rendition. Oh, that's misleading. She's wearing, oh, because she's an angel. It's yeah. like but there's also a clown that looks exactly like it carrying balloons around. So I don't know. I Maybe mean, she was kind murdered. Of Have you ever slept with someone? I guess this is only going because men don't really go to this level of like being like they're so fancy I can't imagine ever getting down to the dirty with them I feel like that's what this song is about maybe <laughs> they're so posh and fancy I can't imagine no, I can't believe scummy. that anything's gonna happen <laughs> no I think he's just a loser <laughs> usually then I'm like I, I, when something does happen I'm, I usually it's like well this is boring I don't want to speaking of burned I don't at want this... to fuck a painting or like a work of art <laughs> speaking of burned at the stake I mean, Oh, this takes us to our next section. Nice segue. Very yeah. good segue as Welcome natural. to the Girly Bags craft section. And we have, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to make crafts. We're going to fold a piece. I want you guys to first like, turn it to the second page and then <laughs> fold it halfway. That's some good Hot origami. dog or hamburger. Thanks, guys. <laughs> James Origami Corner. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> that is a clump of paper if I ever saw one. Well, yeah. Well, when you asked me to make, like, if you, I wanted to lead a section, I was like, okay, if I were to pick this magazine up in 1999, which is the section that I would want to look at? And I saw a truly crafty teen. Yeah. While her friends are watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, 18-year-old Crystal Saferly is practicing the real thing. Check out her rad rituals and spelling lessons. I love this article so much it's so adorable <laughs> it's really cute and actually like surprisingly tasteful for the era like i recently dated a witch and i think that she would be super into this was like, her name sabrina no was she teenage that's inappropriate <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> Well, first of all, I think that's very lucky that her name is Crystal. I think yeah, that, totally. <laughs> that name super paid off for her in this, the year 2019. I really hope that she's actually still a practicing Wiccan because she seems like a really, like she's got a pretty good head on her shoulders. Like the first part of this article is just talking about like, you know, what being a Wiccan means and like witch myths busted. And it's saying like one myth is that witches are bad. Not Crystal says witches don't put hexes on people because they believe the effects come of their spells come back to them threefold. Yeah. And like things like that. Like it's very, very sweet. And, you know, she they talk about uh they talk about spells and how she says spells are like prayers. Spells are like prayers, explains Crystal, which uh, witches cast them to gain anything from pumped up brain power for a test to protections from disease. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get into that. All right. It's okay. It's a like Christian science going on right yeah. now. <laughs> Crystal science, please. But instead of 
God, it's uh, what's that name? Mahomey. They believe Wiccans believe in a god and a goddess, but it's less like personified Which is, as like if the god and the devil were fighting. The the, the Manon. 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 Yeah. I fucking love the crowd. Me too. <laughs> Does it? That's what I was saying. This time was like just a couple years after the craft came out, and oh, that yeah. was still very. Oh, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch was on TV. There well, was there's all this. another section in this magazine that talks about like witches on TV and mm-hmm. they get into uh, first of all Sabrina the Teenage Witch the girl from Felicity uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano from Charmed and Willow Rosenberg from uh, Buffy. Buffy and so like there was quite a presence of witches right now and I have a theory if we're talking about what was happening in the 90s that it probably was in time with like you know the satanic panic oh, Every- totally. everyone yeah. was really worried that like kids were getting into like dark magic and- well, also in the 60s and 70s new age religion got very very popular mm-hmm. and yeah. people went away and they went to new age so like kids of those people might have like been more separated from traditional religion now they're into like Wiccan. i remember my old my, my older sister had a friend that i just remember going to her house and she had all these crystals and like a ouija board and like an altar i'm like this is the coolest person i've ever it's met cool like, it's pretty lady. fucking cool and you know what i like about it i like that it's you know teenage girls who are trying to just like find some power Absolutely. for themselves you know it's very empowering disappointing their parents it's <laughs> well and i remember tarot cards my parents bought me tarot cards when i was around this age oh, and i so found them so cool. fascinating well, i haven't practiced it in a long time but i loved like at the time i just felt this you know, if you're mm-hmm. a young kid kind of looking for something. <laughs> wow. That's I got cursed. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> that I kind mean, of, you know, spiritual, whatever it is that you're looking for. It's really interesting. Exactly. I mean, There's I worse guess. things for you to get into. And I love that in the article, they say Crystal's parents who are Christian were cool with her conjuring. In fact, her mom gave her a silver pentacle a five-pointed star representing earth, wind, air, fire, and the spirit to show support. And then I was talking about this before we started recording. They really buried the lead in this article because the very last section talks about saying, it says, a year ago, Crystal had to stand up for her beliefs when she was forbidden to wear her pentacle to school. The The administration had banned gang symbols and apparently they didn't understand that the pentacle has nothing to do with gangs and the american civil liberties union stepped in and after a court hearing wow. crystal yeah they went wow. to court and everything and after the court hearing crystal won she won the right to wear her religious symbol to school i mean there are muslims being like attacked for being persons like 1999 to bring the american civil liberties union into this like i mean this is around the time of 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 columbine in which yeah people were super afraid of that witchy and can you imagine a world in which people were like the american civil liberties union was hanging out being like you know what we should do we should protect the rights of middle class. And this is before 9-11, in which they had like a huge like deluge of hate crimes coming against Muslim people being like, before that, oh, what a wonderful world we lived in in 1999, in which American Civil Liberties Union was like, we should take on this case of this 15-year-old Wiccan. Oh, exactly. It's bigger yeah. than just this girl. It's really yeah. just symbols in general. You know, we're living yeah. in 19, uh, 2019, and we have legislation on the books in, in Quebec yeah. that oh. 
prevents public yeah. servants from wearing uh, religious stuff, which is not meant to prevent like people from wearing like crosses. Mm-hmm. It's meant to prevent people who from wearing hijabs and. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sikhs from wearing turbans. Like, mm-hmm. that is the evilness of this. That's real, yeah. real evil discrimination. Yeah. That, like, it's nice to imagine that we're just, like, looking out for Wiccans. Oh, yeah, no, well, for sure. First and if- of all, I don't, I don't like, you know, like, w- Wicca, it's a real, it's a real religion. Yeah. And, you know, we can't just, like, treat it like a joke. You know, yeah. it's very serious to uh, people. And first of all, that's, like, that's the, you know, the canary in the coal mine, right? Yeah. I mean, we can say that Wicca is, like, oh, you know it's just this thing that privileged white girls get into and whatever i feel like that's the the conception about it today but i mean also there were people who got burned and i mean i think that it's worth it i don't think they were practicing wiccans though they were just innocent they were just innocent people but just it uh our attitudes about they were were protestants by the way i don't mean to cross there's enough shitty things through the catholic church I won't put that evil on the Catholic Church. Those were Protestants. There's also, uh, this is something that's sort of come back, or it's more prominent in 2019, but Bruja, which Mm -hmm. is, it's an indigenous Mexican, like, form of Wicca Mm -hmm. or witchcraft that's been practiced by indigenous people for a long Mm -hmm. time in Mexico. And there's been sort of a pushback of being like, this isn't like this spooky occult kind of practice like it's a spiritual practice that's mm-hmm. been reclaimed by the there, latino community there's also the latinx- haitian religion of 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 what we call voodoo i'm not sure there's a i'm sure there's a politically correct version of that that's not voodoo but that's also the haitian religion yeah which mm-hmm. is we complicate with being like if i'm the lc aclu i'm usually more concerned about religious oppression when uh donald trump is like uh muslims are yeah. like welcome in this, and then when in Canada when uh, the PPC, uh, sorry for our American listeners, but they're saying like they have a candidate saying Islam is evil, Islam yeah. is not welcome in West society. I'm not that concerned about. I mean, I'm certain like wicked right matters, but like we uh, things are so much deeper than that right now that I'm not that concerned. But you can't just you know not say that that's something to people like it's still yeah. important yeah exactly yeah it matters but I, I feel like, like men don't like there's only so much money in the world fuck the patriarchy fuck the patriarchy <laughs> hey start a spell I looked up for this particular segment a very short quiz called would you survive 1692 yes Salem Massachusetts so it's really quick it's a BuzzFeed one so it's like literally just but I was reading through it and you I don't BuzzFeed I, <laughs> we're taking this religion seriously we're on a BuzzFeed in the quiz but, no, hey they but, do some hard hitting journalism you lay off BuzzFeed BuzzFeed you're fake news <laughs> but I like I took this quiz myself and I got into like halfway through the first question I was just like oh Molly you in danger girl <laughs> was like, I was like I'm immediately gonna fail this so This is find out if you would have survived the Salem witch trials. Let's see how you would have fared in Salem, Massachusetts in the late 1600s. Question number one. Are you a woman? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, dude. Oh, you are. (laughs) Do you have any birthmarks? Yes. What is a birthmark? This isn't looking good. (laughs) It's okay. I just keep going. Can you swim? Yes. How knowledgeable are you about first aid? <laughs> uh, like relatively. So very. But that's ki- a vet. Very kinda or not? I'd say kinda. Kinda. All right. Do you have controversial opinions? Yes. yes. No. Depends on the topic. Yes. yes. But I keep them to myself. Yes. yes. Okay. 
Oh, this isn't going to work out well for you. That's oh, all right. shit. Are you a feminist? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I am. How would your friends describe you? Intelligent, strong, compassionate, non-confrontational, unique, or aloof? I have some really terrible friends, so they would not be that complimentary on every single thing. God, I don't know oh. from that list if they had to pick one. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, non-confrontational or intelligent, maybe? One of those. By the way, I'd I pick non-confrontational. usage of the friends, plural. Right there at the end. <laughs> I have one friend famously, and I'm avoiding his birthday par- his party right now. Okay, are you double-jointed? Where? <laughs> Just in general. In like, general? Yeah. Yeah? Tell us more. Elbows and my thumb. Oh, oh man. Oh, goodness. Ah, you can't even look at it? Come on. That's yeah, funny. I can, that. I can do that with my one finger. I can snap uh, it in yeah. its joint. That's funny. Which is all of you. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll no. bang you my finger. It's no. creepy. It's like... It's like the lock, yeah. Or move movement. But you're double-jointed yes. with your elbows. Okay, so yes. Can you recognize different plant species? Like a tree or a bush? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <Most people. laughs> like I can tell the difference between grass. You know what? You're the one person who's like, no, it's all green to me. <laughs> and why am a plant racist? So I am going to say some instead okay, of yes. Some, no. so yeah, some. some. Um, do you ever talk to yourself? All the time, sometimes, rarely, never. I mean, yeah, come on. All the time or sometimes? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes is definitely the okay. minimum, I'd say. Oh, shit. You oh, got, I lived? You got, you survived, but only because you fled before the trial. Hey, non-confrontational <laughs> saved me. Oh, man. You are shit. You don't exist. The only way you know how to treat women is by treating them like whores. When you're the whore. And that's gonna stop! You are my fire, the one desire. Very, bags. very baggy in this video. And my brother says that I'm abusive towards women. <laughs> oh, Fuck Nick Carter. I know. Yeah, I'm going to say that too. Same here. Um, I was also very obsessed with that song. <laughs> I liked it a lot. You know, revisiting I didn't it, mind I it. I didn't guitar. mind it. Mm. Anyway, we are on to our quiz section. Ooh. So we're going to find out if Caitlin has boys on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how? Do, how? Well, let's look at how. How do we... A- administer this as like a gender neutral. We don't. Of- it's- <laughs> no, we well, don't. It's ridiculous. Just no. It's funnier that way. <laughs> is the first question, are you a lesbian? <laughs> it should be. Because uh, I feel like that's some relevant information yeah. to this quiz. Anyway, yeah, this is going to be just no then. Why don't we make it? We're going to go through the Maybe the I do. I want to know. <laughs> this is going to be how we figure you so, out. What if, the answer is- <laughs> what if the answer is yes? What if I have boys? on the brain. <laughs> we got a lot of questions to ask. We it's do. Like, it's like the meningitis. We're going to find out we're going to find out whether daydreaming about dudes is crowding out all of your other mental activity. Oh god. <laughs> all right. You might be fine because there's a photo here of a woman and she looks like or a girl and she looks like she's thinking about three dudes but one of them looks like a lesbian. So maybe <laughs> maybe 
we'll get out of this Don't alive. point Scott Foley at me. You're <laughs> <laughs> like holding up the magazine. I see Scott Foley okay. staring right. at okay. me. So, <laughs> question number one. The homecoming dance is just seven short days away. Oh, and man. You, <laughs> and you are, A, firming up your primp plans, mm-hmm. Monday dress shopping, Tuesday facial, Wednesday haircut, B, psyched, or you're psyched, armed with a fab outfit and your gal pals, you're ready to have a blast. <laughs> this C- sounds like a revolutionary kind of thing. It's like pretty- you're like literally like armed rebels. <laughs> Um, or C, dance? What dance? Uh, I gotta say C, yeah. So C. All right. Number two, scanning college websites, you spot a photo of a student a student cutie on a so-so school's page. You click A, print. <laughs> My- <laughs> You know how expensive ink was back then? That is true. And still is. Yeah. You know, like, what? Like, print this photo and then, like, yeah. take it home? And well, then, like, put it in your locker. Yeah. Duh. A, print. Might as well file it in the, in case the school's rep improves by the time you ser- you're set to apply. B, new search. Any place that uses bait like this can't really take itself seriously. Or C, more info. You need the Ds on this stud. I mean, school pronto. I definitely would need the D's on his stud, <laughs> or the studs on his D, or <laughs> I need his D. Is you what I'm saying. <laughs> I need okay. his D. I answer C. Another C. All right, three. Cruising the mall with your bud, you spot some hotties from school at the food court. You a lie that you're late for a babysitting gig and drag your bud to the exit. You don't want these guys thinking you're stalking them. B, tell your pal you're going to the restroom, then stroll by the boys. This is your chance to score major sweetie points. Or C, flash the fellas a cute smile. Where is the fellas? (laughs) None of these make sense. Where is D, goes to hot dog on a stick? (laughs) (laughs) Or Sabaro. What kind of weird animalistic peacocking is happening? Yeah, I don't know. Why are none of the options go get a snack? Yeah, I don't, don't want to leave, but or like live your life. I don't know. Oh, we have to leave. These men have seen us. Well, there you can go to the restroom, and then you're technically not leaving the food court. But then, then I have to walk back. by them. I think that I'm gonna go with A. Okay, your own lie about your babysitting appointment. Go yeah. to the men's restroom. It's the West- '90s. Take a giant dump and establish <laughs> oh your dominance. God. <laughs> uh, all right, four. You overslept. So you're about to miss your ride to school and the dude Mm -hmm. who chats you up every day at the bus stop. You, (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any evidence on who, how old this bus stop man uh, is? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. You A, throw on jeans and a turtleneck, add lip gloss, and you're out the door. You don't want to miss your cutie connection. B, beg your mom to drive you in. You wouldn't even let the mailman see you before you got totally dolled up. Or C, Pick yesterday's clothes up off the floor and throw your hair into a ponytail. You're too tired to flirt in the morning anyway. Mom, drive me to school. Well, you're getting on, or ain't you? Yes, I am. I'm Forrest Gump, and you're the bus driver, and you drive me to school. He's so smart, Jenny. That's um, my favorite book. I will literally watch that movie over and over again. All right. Um, that came out the year I was born. Oh, I reminding hate us. you so <laughs> fucking. You are younger than my jism on that shirt. 
I literally just threw my glasses across the fucking table. It won All Best right. Picture that year. Yeah. 94. Oh, Christ. Okay, number five. You and your buds planned to go shopping for the Halloween bash you're throwing, mm-hmm. but that Ooh. cutie from Homeroom said he'd call today. You decide to A, blow off the boy. He can get the scoop on the party from a pal. B, bail on your buds and hang by the phone. Hey, it doesn't take eight people to buy decorations, which I kind of agree with. That's true. <laughs> um, C, go with the girls, but instruct your mom to give your crush the, ba- the bash basics when he calls. Uh, mom, give my crush the bash basics. <laughs> bash basics. Jesus bash Christ. Basics. I don't know. We had some mimosas today. <laughs> there are a lot of like tongue twisters in this magazine. There are. I'm very impressed with myself right It's now. like a coded language <laughs> and i was running <laughs> so i'm just gonna keep doing forest gum oh my god so that makes me happy. um number six after acing a calc exam you take a big d on the page i take a what, what? <laughs> oh mimosas holy shit all right after acing a calc exam you see a big d on the paper of your hot neighbor that really could have been worded better <laughs> Um, when he asks how you did, you A, stuff the test in your notebook and tell him you flunked. You'd rather play dumb to win his heart than make him feel stupid. B, smugly announce, I got an A. What'd you get? Like an asshole. Uh, I would do that. I would not. Or C, say, I did okay. Need any help studying for the midterm? Ooh, like that's just kind of a good move. It is actually. Yeah, like I'm I'm not not made of stone. Yeah. So I'm going to go with C on that one. E, stuff it in your bra to make one of your boobs look bigger. (laughs) So you're going with C? Yeah. Okay. That's actually a pretty pattern here. It's a smooth move. I'm okay with See, it. See, for Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number seven. When you're at a party, where do you hang for maximum enjoyment? Dog. By the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of the options? Okay. So when you're at a party, where do you hang for maximum em- enjoyment? A, at the front door so you can catch the fly fellas before the rest of the chicks even see them. Mm-hmm. B, near the stereo, the punch bowl, the dance floor, any place the crowd is jumping. Or C, by the TV, as if a party could make you miss your favorite runs. So you could probably substitute dog TV with for TV. Dog? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like that make, that really resonates with me. I do like to be where the party's jumping, jumping. Yeah. But I think that the TV is a pretty good, uh, a pretty honest answer for me. So, eight. You swing by your bud's house before catching a flick and spot her babelicious bro's car parked outside. What do you do? A, pop in, high-five the fella, and ask your pal for the latest on his sweetie status later on. Woo! B, ring the doorbell and wait for her on the stoop. You've known her sib so long, he kind of feels like your brother. Or C, fluff your hair and ask your pal if she can get you an iced tea while you make your move. That's B. Come on. You know it's going to be B. Okay. I love you like a sister. I love him like a brother. I love him like Paul Rudd. Yeah. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> I'm not a smart okay. man. I'm a smart man. So we're going to jump in the Girly Meg's calculator and boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 Jumbo shrimp, taco shrimp. Okay, no, it's shrimp soup, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp gumbo. Okay, Damn, that's right. your mambo number five. <laughs> yes, it is. Gumbo number five. <laughs> 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 A little bit of spinach shrimp in my life. A little bit of gumbo shrimp on the side. You got 17. 
You're sane about sweeties. Sane about sweeties. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the grossest line I've ever heard in my life. When you nosh on boy treats. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I guess that's like. Oh. You're wise enough to supplement them with plenty of pals, private time, and after school clubs. Since you're just as much of a blast chilling with the chicas as you are bonding with the boy, your social circle's probably booming. That support network, along with a secure tood, means you don't sweat guy dry spells. And when you do swoon for a stud, hey, who doesn't occasionally, you know he's truly a find, not just a pair of lips to occupy your downtime. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring my lips down on his time. <laughs> Dear God. Make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. Oh God. Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. She Play was talking, with me, Forrest. <laughs> she was talking about her father who was abusing I her. Know. Jesus Christ, why'd you take it there? That's not noshing on a guy treat. <laughs> I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Thank, Thank you. you. Woo. Yes. Another episode of Goily Mags or Gooly Mags. OC. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much, Caitlin. Thank you Le- so much. Lon- Langley- don't try. Langelier. Langelier. I don't even say Langelier. it right. We say Langelier. It's supposed to be Langelier, but we spent too much time in Saskatchewan and now we're Langeliers. This can't be worse than my Saskatchewan. family. What's yours? last name is... Uh, Jolie, but they pronounce it Jolly because they spent so One much ounce. time in North America. Yeah, well, you know, it Jamie happens. Jamie Jolly, thank God that's not my last name. <laughs> uh, what can we find you? Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Kate Langelier, C-A-T-E-L-A-N-G-E-L-I-E-R. You can just replay that as you're typing it into your search bar. Uh, yeah, and I also am a writer for Would You Believe It? Preschool Television. Awesome. Uh, so if you ever wanted to tune in to Top Wing on Treehouse or uh, coming out, there's a couple shows coming out, Kingdom Force on CBC, as well as Dino Ranch. Uh, Dino Ranch! Yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like, and it's fucking incredible. So uh, She also still is known Curtain, so if you want to find her in Parkville, she'll be standing right next Just- to her. Barely lighted by the back. So if you want to just look walk in the weird through, random windows in yeah. Parkdale, you can see her. Walk through Parkdale with a telescope. Come <laughs> to my window. And if you see a girl whose body looks like a white picket fence through the window, <laughs> that's me. I love that you work for a bunch of kids shows, and we're very much not a kids podcast. You, you need know? to get the get the those urges out somewhere, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for for listening, guys. Thanks, don't, guys. Don't forget it, to follow Naylor, us. Nailer social. Yeah, give us a social. Uh, Instagram girly mags. Twitter, girly underscore mags. Double bam. You can also follow us on Patreon. Bam, bam. Also, please um, send us all of the photos of you in your awesome Halloween costumes. Yes, we especially if they're it. 90s themed. Yes, exactly. Or 2000s. That I'll works just, too. That's me on Instagram. I have no friends. I've said about friends. <laughs> Stop asking for friends. Look, I'm on a quest. If you're uh, uh, just a person who's like, lonely and just like wants to get in someone's DMs, I will respond to your DMs. I'm just a person. <laughs> 
who's standing here in front of the internet asking them to pay attention. You can come up with like an app instead of like MapQuest. It could be FriendQuest. <laughs> I think it's called Bumble. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. We need like an Airbnb for friends. <laughs> I'd be up for You that. found it. It's called Girly Mag. Love you. Bye.